All of a sudden, I know. Does that I mean... did that. I did that on purpose. I got it. <laughs> I just didn't know what that meant. No, I'm just trying to keep the noise down and make it clean. Okay, good morning, everybody. Uh, good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to our community call this morning. So this is Angela. We also have another host here. Hmm. Do you want to say good morning? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Carla. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Great. Welcome. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will begin in prayer. So everybody's still muted, and we'll just say uh, a nice prayer in, and then we will unmute everybody. So just taking a moment here to center, placing my hand on my heart, inviting anyone who's able to do that to take in a deep breath. Breathing in the love that's all around us. Acknowledging that love is what we are and love is what we're here for and love is available to us. And we make an intention this morning, this afternoon, this time to speak from our hearts and to take that step of willingness to share if we feel moved and inspired. And we're so grateful to hold space for one another. We're so grateful to do this healing work. We call upon the spirit energies, the angels, and the energetics available to us to support us. We call upon all of them right now. And we just allow this call to happen perfectly in divine order. And we know and we trust that it will be a healing experience for everyone who's listening at any time. And so it is. Amen. And so it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will go ahead and unmute everybody. So if everybody can... Greet us, say good morning. If you have background noise, go ahead and self-mute. And I may need to mute people along the way. If you find you're speaking and you can't, you're not hearing yourself, just press star two and we will acknowledge you. So here we go. All right. So who is with us today? Good morning. Yep, go ahead. This is Deb from Illinois. This is Ron from Atlanta.
Good morning. This is Sean from Miami. Good morning. This is Lori from Wilmington. Good morning. This is Carol from Sacramento, California. Well, thank you, everybody, and we are all so well-trained. Everybody seems muted and quiet, but um, we'll just allow people to say hi as they come in, but anyone who would like to begin the sharing, please feel free. Hi, it's Carol from California, and uh, I listened to Jennifer's class this week on the fear, and um, I know she was wanting folks from Mass for Living to speak, and I couldn't because I was on the road and then in a hospital with my sister and all that, and, and I wanted to say how I wake up in fear every day, even though I've been in Masterful Living this year, I still have that first thing in the morning, fear, dread, thoughts, um, and then I, I need to do that whole pono and what is it I'm afraid of is what I'm thinking I need to tune in with. And I was listening to another teacher yesterday, Bentinho, and his class I listened to was on abundance, but he said that the reason that we don't, when we don't have abundance, is because we have fear. So it kind of tied in with, uh, with Jennifer's class on fear. So again, I woke up this morning with the little palpitations, little fear stuff, did whole ponopono again, and said, well, maybe I need to get on the call. <laughs> And then the other thing that happened this week was my sister is back in the hospital, and we find out that it's three broken vertebrae, needs a brace, needs to have tons of bed rest in a facility. And so fears come up about how that, uh, on my end, I'm calling this selfish, um, that's going to change my whole life. What if I have to take care of her 24-7 or, you know, and all that? And, whoops, you're supposed to be a compassionate person and care that she hurts. And, and I do, but, you know, there's that stuff about me, poor me. Thank you. If you have anything, any thoughts on these thoughts? Uh, this is Ron. Over the last week, there's a couple of the themes that have been coming up for me that I think maybe align a little bit with what you're describing, Carol. Um, I've been working on I think, some more 
125 to 129 in the uh, workbook. And although I've read this so many times in different ways, because the course is actually quite repetitive, uh, it just says the same seven or eight themes uh, about a hundred different ways, um, is that the feeling of fear, first of all, is good. Because for you to feel fear means you've recognized it. And the earth in bodily form being uh, the world as we, we somewhat know it and are working in is our classroom. So there's our lesson for, uh, you know, for the moment is, aha, I feel fear. And what, um, uh, what, what I'm reading and understanding is that freedom and, and knowing that for the absence of fear, is a choice. It's a choice based on blind faith, intellectual blind faith. And as we continue to choose, or as I continue to make that choice, when I see two different situations, I can either choose the happy, I can be a happy learner, or I can be the the, the non-fearful learner, or I can be the fearful learner, the happy learner or the unhappy learner. So everything that's in front of me that comes up when I have that irritation it's an or uneasy feeling or fearful feeling, that's an opportunity to see that, love that, because that is my lesson, and to choose intellectually, mentally, that that's not what's real. What's real is can only be love, and anything that's not love is not real. So back to the, the the whole theme summary of the course, and nothing real can be threatened, nothing unreal exists. And as we continue to choose this with blind faith enough times over and over, then at some point it starts becoming a feeling. Because our feelings are generated by our our thoughts form our beliefs, our beliefs form our feelings. Uh, and so it's, it's a process. So for me, what was enlightening, uh, or the little aha, or actually quite a big aha this week was, okay, I still keep trying to focus sometimes on why am I feeling this way? I shouldn't be feeling this way at this point in time. Um, when that's, I've got it backwards. It's, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing my feeling about this. That feeling is uncomfortable or fear, so it can't be real, so I choose for it not to be real. I choose to interpret it correctly. And as long as I continue to do that over time, then the feeling will come, and at some point in time, hopefully it will be extremely consistent, day in, day out, hour, minute by minute.
So anyway, I just share that with you because that was that was the aha for me kind of this week. It was kind of an underpinning uh, thing. Gosh, I just I tend to kind of get this backwards a little bit that you know, here I'm a student of the course, but I still have these feelings at times uh, more frequently than I would like. Why why do I have those feelings? It's kind of like well, that's being a happy learner. It's I should you know I should be thankful for those feelings because again it's bringing to the surface things I need to choose over and over and over and over again, the right way of of interpreting them, of thinking about them, and that that will lead to my feelings changing over time. Anyway, that's, that's uh, kind of been my, uh, my walk this last week, shall we say. That's really helpful. Um, because what, when you first started speaking about it, um, it felt like I was judging my feeling, my fear. So thank you. Hey, Carol, it's Lori and Ron. I love everything that you shared. That was very, very helpful. Um, so thank you for that as well. I um, This week I've been paying attention to fear and just even other emotions that come up, like anger. And in each instance when it happens, It'll happen, I'll recognize it, and there's this thought that comes in that, oh, I forgot about God again. I forgot about God again. And when I hear that, I go, oh. And it's this remembrance, it's been this remembrance of, if I can just have that thought that reminds me that, I'm not alone. And if I'm not alone and God really is there, then I I don't then fear is a lie. Very helpful. Together, I just I just joined the call. I don't, and I'm just responding to the fear. The fear is a lie in my mind. Fears fall false expectations appearing real. So when we have false expectations and we we don't have any belief in the Holy Spirit, well, you know that's that says mountains. So.
this is Ron again. Uh, I just uh, my, my memory uh, in, in repeating some of the things I read sometimes is uh, a little bit remiss. What really stood out to me specifically uh, this morning, Carol uh, and Lori, is it was, it was less than 1:30 because it, it basically says that fear has made everything you think you see, everything. Um, and there are only two perceptions. One's the correct perception and one's the incorrect perception. The correct perception is always through love. And everything that's not love then is an incorrect perception. Um, let's call it fear. It says, it's not there. Fear does not, it, it, uh, you know, love's enemy has made up what you think you see and believe. Says, yet love can have no enemy. Um, fear can be valued, but it still is unreal. And it says, it is impossible to see two worlds which, you, which have no overlap of any kind. If you seek one, then the other disappears. It says the only choice that you have are one of two choices. There are no other choices in any situation, either choosing the real or the unreal. There is nothing else besides these. And the world that you see is proof of which choice you have made. And so that's just, that was just like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's, you know, one or the other. First of all, that kind of simplifies it. It doesn't make it easy, but it simplifies it. Uh, and so if that's the case, how do I, as these things arise, or when these things arise, if I recognize that, if I, the, the recognition, the first thing, and then loving them is the second thing. And the third thing is choosing how to see that through love's eyes, because that's the only thing that's real. Otherwise, I'm making up my own story. I'm making up my own movie. I'm the director of my own movie, of my fear and pain, because that's what I'm going to perceive. And that's what I'm going to believe. So that's that's why, for me, it, it seemed to be this, it's this blind faith of, although I don't feel it, I've got to choose to the loving interpretation um, of what's there in front of me. And that's not to that's not to say, oh, someone's suffering over there. Isn't that isn't that a loving situation for them? It's always about me. It's never about them. It's always about me. And for me, the really the only opportunity or choice that I need to make is okay, what am I supposed to learn from this as it relates to love and seeing this correctly? And then just be still and see where that takes me. Again, that's very helpful. I feel like Jennifer's on the line doing some excellent course counseling. Thank you, no. Ron. <laughs> well, it's, you know, 
Okay, I'm 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 saying it. I'm uh, but the you know it's the 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 uh, I guess the the happy part of this uh, that uh, I'm focused on is being that happy learner as I get in these different situations uh, is choosing to be the happy learner. So um, that's the uh, that that's the walk. That's the experience. And uh, with me, I have to make sure I have a lot of humor about that. <laughs> Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, this week when I was away, I visited California and saw a lot of old friends, and I had the opportunity to come face-to-face -face with that because if we believe, you know, as I do, that everybody is a reflection and it's all, you know, what's going on inside of me, I I got to experience more than once, um, friends giving me cautionary advice or, you know, just a simple example is I had a rental car that was a compact car and a friend walked me to the car and she said, oh, you better be careful in this one because it's so little. And I said, I, and I got to respond and say, I feel perfectly safe and secure. And I said that out loud to her, and she said, um, oh, but, you know, you're on, I would really be careful. And she said it like three or four times, and I put my hands on her arm, and I said, I am willing to believe that I am protected as I drive this vehicle. Thank you for your words, and I'm willing to feel protected. So I got to see, you know, where before I might have had resistance to hearing that, I got to respond in a different way. I felt for a second a reaction to it, and then I went, oh, this is some part of me that's coming up to be to be loved. And, and in each and every situation where before I would say, won't those people just stop with their negative talk? Won't they just stop? Won't they just shut up? I realized that's in me somewhere and how can I respond to this so what you've shared Ron and Carol and even Rob I love that um, the uh, acronym that you gave for fear um, all of it is just just a reminder of how it really is a world that is based in ego and we all on this call and part of Masterful Living are making that conscious choice to be those bringers of light in those situations moment to moment, like every single day. So it's not just like, Carol, we wake up and we think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid or I'm in fear because I've been there too. It's every single moment we're in this body it's a conscious choice to choose love over fear. And and now, like, what I recognize and what you shared is, wow, you're noticing the pocket now where before you might have been unconscious to all of that. So how amazing is that in how far you have come on your path? 
like we're all now starting to recognize and realize we're at choice point each moment. And that's huge. And I just want to acknowledge that for all of us because there was a point in my life I can at least attest to that I was constantly in a state of anxiety and fear, and I had no idea what to do about it. I just operated from that system all the time. And it just shows me yet again how grateful I am for this community and for committing to um, the course. So thank you, everyone, for all of your sharing. And by the way, some people think ego is edging God out. Here's another good acronym for you. Thank you, Rob. I love that one. I use that one quite a bit. And and I love that one. I was trying to think of one for fear, and I was in my mind thinking, I wonder if there's one for fear. And just as I had been thinking that, you came on the line and shared it. So you were my answered prayer this morning. Thank you. I thank you. My ego appreciates that. Rob, uh, could you have your ego share that one more one more time? Uh, I, I don't think I caught it when you first said it. <laughs> no, I, I, I was serious. So what was what was your acronym for fear? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were kidding. Okay, false expectations appearing real. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. I do like that. And, yeah. Um, and um, or it could be false evidence appearing real also. But um, and um, I like the I like evidence better. That makes <laughs> yeah. that hits me more for some reason. Whatever floats your boat. But, uh, yeah. And Jennifer had a really good blog post this morning. Um where basically she is, she said this, this same, something very similar to what Ron said. So, uh, read, you know, read Jennifer's blog, blog post if you have some time. Um, and, um, and, uh, go from there. By the way, my friend who had, who had this, this stage, uh, stage four cancer, I'm told he's in massive action talking to, international spiritual leaders and he's on several calls a week with them and et cetera, et cetera. So thank you for your prayers in that regard. And, and my other is I have a coworker that um, has like a bacterial lung infection. Infection. A friend of mine just got out of the hospital from a catheter infection. And another guy just finished chemotherapy. <laughs> so, I have, so I have, so I have health issues surrounding me and, and, um, I read something from I don't recall where, but um, they said uh, th- there was an article that said that said the world the World Health Organization is now saying that that red meat um, and even and even processed meat like bologna and hot dog and things like that um, is a possible carcinogen and a cancer causer. So. Um, if anyone wants me to forward that that uh, that info, you know, just tell me what your email address is, and I will forward it to you. 
And that might be something I consider false evidence appearing real from. Exactly, yeah. So, and we are, and, yeah, and, and, uh, hey, we all have our own opinions and, and perceptions, and I'm just, you know, simply being of service and saying, hey, if you want the information, I'll send it to you. If you don't, so be it. But, but apparently they, they, they reviewed a bunch of studies and when things break down chemically, you know, it can, co- it can cause issues. Long story short. So. So here's a question I'm going to throw out there based on the interchange that just happened um, for anybody. And and I don't know the answer to this, but it's a question that I just thought of. So I would love some help. Um, is caution, having caution about something, is that just another mask for fear? And that's just a philosophical question because I've been thinking about it also this week. So when we want to urge somebody to be cautious about something or when we want to be cautious about something ourselves, is that based, like, is that another mask for fear or can that be also coming from a place of love? I think it can be, it can be a combination of both. If I'm if I'm driving on a freeway and I see a bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, you know if I see like a like a like a speed trap or a bunch of officers pulling people over or if I see an accident or something, I think um, that it, it it reminds me, hey, I need to slow down. I need to whatever. So it can be. It can be, so if you're being cautious, you're you don't want to have the same fate, and it can be a loving thing because because you want to love yourself and not and not create all 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 sorts of mental turmoil in your mind if you get in get in get into an accident or getting or get a, or get a speeding ticket or something. This is Deb, and my thought, my idea was, it depends on the source. If it's 
coming from guidance, it could be guidance to be cautious, or is it coming from fear? I think it can be either. It's a matter of discerning where's this coming from? Is it coming from me, human me? And am I fearful about something? Or was I just guided? And do I need to listen? Thank you, Devin Rob. I, I that was helpful and I also really look forward to um as Jennifer is listening to this at some point um clarification as well. If there's anything in the course that talks about that. I'm not sure if there is. Um Ron, do you know if there's anything that talks about that? Or, you know, my my perception uh, of or, or understanding what I've read through the course is that it really doesn't. It, it's. Uh, I, I would go back to what Deb said. You know, if you if inner guidance is is leading you to uh, to make a comment, then. Then I, I I believe my personal belief is uh, then you should say something. If it's not um, or if it's ego, then then not. Then, then the question is, is <laughs> and that's a huge question uh, for for me and my practice is okay. So which side is it coming from? You know, is this my higher Holy Spirit self uh, nudging me to say something, or is this the ego part of me? And the only thing I fall back to uh, or try to fall back on uh, when I'm kind of recognizing this is, okay, as I think about saying this, do I feel peaceful, loving, kind, um, let's call it for the lack of a better term, fruits of the spirit, or am I feeling anxious, a little judgy, um uh, a little fearful, um, and if it's any of those things, then it's probably coming from my ego, uh, and if I'm feeling the other, then it's probably not. Um, but that's that's a big part of what I'm still trying to be sensitive to and 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 uh, and be aware of in situations like that. So I think the course always talks about it from our perspective and what we're sensing and feeling. I don't really specifically recall it talking about um, reaching out to other others um, specifically. Thank you. That was helpful.
Um, this is Angela. I just feel guided to to, to add that um, two things. I remember having um, I was with a spiritual counselor, and I I was talking with her over the phone, and I came to this moment where I just asked, like, kind of similarly, how do I know when I'm when I'm making a mistake, or how do I know when I'm about to listen to the wrong voice and and I was just basically like wanting uh, not a magic pill but I wanted to know how to discern and I wanted to know how to avoid mistake and she was just like you know you can't make a mistake um, because if your choice was from love and it produces more love okay you've done you know you've done the thing and then if you chose from a lack of love you know, there's our chance to respond with love so we can still create more love. And then I remember Jennifer sharing this week how, um, you know, our path is just, it's just perfect. And so, again, if we choose, so I feel like the question about caution is because we're trying to avoid making a mistake or we don't want to make the wrong choice. We don't want to, um, I don't know if it's slow ourselves down or, but I think that that's one of the other things that comes to me is just that our path is from love. We're going to get there. We're going. It's just how we respond. So I just add that because it came to me um, that maybe the question is a little bit, and I and you can clarify, Lori, for me is like, is it you need you have caution to make a mistake or to hurt yourself? You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what is coming to me in regards to caution is um, when my friends want to caution me against something or I want to caution, tell somebody to um, be careful. And I've, I've realized that that what this discussion has helped me is maybe there's a way I can say it in a way that is loving rather than coming from a place of fear. Um, Maybe it's in the way that I'm saying it and getting really and partnering back up and saying, okay, well, if if I'm getting this message, let me just double check by partnering up and then speak through me. Um, and it was just a reminder to, you know, in those moments where I'm hearing it from another person or when I'm wanting to share something like that, just getting to that point of taking a breath, partnering up and, and either saying, show me how to receive this message or show me how to share this message. So it doesn't necessarily have to be coming from me, um, just me. So all of the conversation was just a reminder, including what you shared, to to partner up as I'm receiving any kind of message from outside what appears to be outside of me. 
and when I'm choosing to share a message. So it's just just sitting with that. And what's really interesting is I'm just now seeing that I have an honest revulsion against myself when I'm fearful. In other words, there's <laughs> and that's being that's being totally honest. I'm like, wow, I really I really go into self hatred when I have anxiety and when I'm fearful. And huh. Okay, there's there's something to look at and that I get to transform and heal um, within myself because I am a child of God. Exit right I seven ten north. I'm always having to transform my thoughts. Well, not always. Um, you know, a lot of the times I have to, for lack of a better word, reboot myself and bring my thoughts back to back to love and serving and attracting. Simply because my mind, you know, because of my profession, uh, is always uh, is giving me a lot of negative input. Um, so, <laughs> so that, so if I had to uh, say the biggest thing that I learned from the course this year is just to, to go. Uh, partner up on a more regular basis and um, go from there. So, and uh, I'm, be- I'm being brief. Continue straight for five minutes to exit 11A to 105 East, Norwalk. Because my GPS is <laughs> in the background. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm sure you'd rather, you'd rather Please report it ahead. hear me talking than my GPS, so. Uh, I'm going to go on mute so you don't hear that. Hey, Rob, I thought it was your higher Holy Spirit self talking to us. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, uh, police officer, four-tenths of them all have caution. It reminds you of, uh, of the, of the uh, 
Coming through fine. Good. And, and, and also, put aside my thoughts like just now. You know, like I, I got, I got, um, I got enough sleep last night, but not. But not, but not the night before. So my, so my mind, my body is in lack of limitation. You know, um, if I listen to it, it's in lack of limitation. Saying, police report of ahead. Police report ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, oh, and that's my Waze app. W A Z E. It tells you when, when there's police report ahead. When there's, you know, when there's a car parked on the side of the road. It's like. It's like a social a social media app and it wraps you around traffic. So W A Z E dot com. Just and I think it's a nationwide app, so um I just lost my train of thought. Where was I? Oh yeah, the the lack of sleep, yeah. So I'm so I'm I'm reminding my arm I'm having some some coffee and I'm reminding myself to uh to just yeah, take several deep breaths or do whatever I need to do to uh <clears throat> to retract myself. <clears throat> um, uh, I have to figure out if I'm if I'm, re- if I'm recharging myself, you know, uh, uh, what credit card am I using? Uh, how many American Express? I don't leave home without it, you know? This call's a good way to recharge yourself. I, I find my prayer partner calls and these calls, I'll feel 100% better after we're done speaking. Lori, when you were talking about caution and 
being careful. What came up was rephrasing it. Am I being full of care? Careful, full of care. If I'm full of care, I'm compassionate. I'm coming from my heart. I'm not in that self-hatred place. And I so appreciate that whole conversation because it fits for me. Thank you. We have about a little more, like around 10 minutes left, and I'm just uh, speaking up to encourage any other sharing, any other wonderful questions, insights, ahas, and just to let you know I am here. I just like to stay a little quiet and let you guys do your thing. This is Carol again from California. And the other thing going on is this, I'm be leading an all-day meditation in a couple of weeks for Christmas. And I've never done one, so fear again comes up. And also with all the overwhelm with fam, family in the hospital and, and, you know, picking up grandkids and stuff. So, uh the chairperson, I asked the chairperson if they could help me out, and they're going to come up with a format for me, which will help me not have to worry so much about logistics and be more prepared for leading the meditation. So asking for help, I didn't have to do it by myself, was one of my ahas this week. That was Jessica to me. Keep going. Yeah, this is this is Ron Wright. Uh, I just wanted to share a um, 
a book that Miles had mentioned to me that I got in and reading and working through that really uh, I found to be um, helpful for me. It's called Five Steps to Hearing God's Voice by David Paul Doyle. Point two miles. Turn right on Hall Road. So um, it's really a number of exercises um, that he recommends uh, or suggests that you try uh, to actually being able to hear, sense, feel, whatever um, your particular um, proclivity is uh, to tuning in to God's voice. Uh, Apparently, he and his wife have been working on this just for the two of them for about four or five years and had some real breakthroughs and experiences. Someone said, hey, geez, maybe you should think about sharing this, and they started out with one or two people in a small little group in their neighborhood and then at a local church and then going around in their station wagon. Now they do it, I think, larger seminars with different different groups. And I, think, I think they're going to be, I saw them on the agenda for the 2016 Course in Miracles uh, conference in uh, Las Vegas. Um, but it's really, um, I found it to be really, really, really helpful. So uh, shout out to Miles for, uh, uh, for that recommendation. So I just wanted to share that. Five steps to hearing God's voice. Question which occurred to me is, are there any situations um, in our life whereby um, we, that continually happen to us where it always punches our buttons and we have to remind ourselves to um, to just the term that comes that comes that comes to mind is reboot ourselves. So if we're going into a certain situation, we know okay in the past, you know, we got this um we've had this response to one thousand feet. Turn right. So, so, sometimes it can be, uh, sorry, I'm saying it's hard to... Turn right on Howell Road. Let me make this turn and I'll finish my thought. Hang on. Um, Yeah, situations, people, places, things that totally... 900 feet. Turn right. Yeah, totally, um... Um, don't shall I say? So, uh, it may be a rhetorical question for some, but it, it's a question which occurred to me, um, as I was, as, as, as I was driving. So, hopefully that's helpful for, for somebody. Turn right. In 400 feet, you arrive at Sun Run Downey office. Turn left. Then turn left okay, and hold it. Rob, <laughs> can you just mute when you're not sharing, please? Oh, sure. Thank you. Sorry about that. 
Well, everybody, as we approach the end of our time, just allowing some space for prayer requests and to see if anyone's going to get the inspiration to pray us out. So any prayer requests to start? For my sister, Pamela. And uh, to my friends um, that I mentioned earlier, Bob and Frank and Lucia and Todd, that that their conditions get 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 better, and uh, um, we listen we listen to what's going on around us, uh, and we pay attention to what's going on around us, and we act appropriately or don't act appropriately. Um, and that I'm attracted to people um, who want who want to make solar payments and and keep them and and vice versa. And I just you know I'm a I'm a guide for the Holy Spirit and I I look and listen and hear and go from there. So and and I'll pray us out if no one else wants to. I would also like to say a prayer if that's okay. This is Lori. We we can always do a tag team effort or a pass it along prayer. Perfect. Um, Rob, do you Uh you want to start, Mom? Sure. Now, apparently you're all choked up over over this prayer now. Um, dear God, we're so grateful and so thankful that you brought us all all together. We're, we we love and appreciate you, and uh, and we just thank God that that you're in our lives and we're in and and we're able to listen and pay attention to what's going on in in, in our lives and just. Put aside what I call the mental junk, um, whether it be lack, limitation, doubt, negativity, shame, blame, opinions, judgments, um, you know, um, anger at the person, at the people who killed 12 people in San Bernardino this week. Any any negative unlike thought we're putting on on you on your plate for healing total resolution so it never comes back to us again to um, bug us again and we're calling forth perfect and abundant health for anybody and everybody and and that people any anybody on the planet that's having any health issues is guided to the proper to the proper person company entity to heal them whether it be whether it be you know, healing healing for those San Bernardino families, or or 
or, or in any way necessary. We're calling forth love and peace and prosperity and joy and kindness <coughs> and um, and abundance in any in, in any and every in any and every way. And also, um, the term opulence just came to mind. So we're just Calling, calling forth all that love and all that beauty, and that we're just an expression, we're just an expression of love and beauty, 24/7. Thank you. And so it is. Amen. 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 So taking a nice deep breath. Fear has no power. The only power is love. We are so grateful and thankful to affirm that now. I am that I am. Show us the way. Angels and Divine Mother, surround and guide us now. We are willing to choose love. We are willing to choose healing. Higher Holy Spirit Self, please show all of us what our fears are for as we experience them in the upcoming weeks. We are willing to surrender all attachments to the meaning we have made of it, the root cause, the story, the effect, and the memory from all dimensions of time and space. We share the benefits with everyone because we are all one. We allow ourselves to accept it, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And remember... Be awesome as always. Bye, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you, everyone. See you all later.